0: Join us in September for Becker's Hospital Review 6th Annual Health IT and Revenue Cycle Conference. We have opportunities to join us virtually from the comfort of your own home. To register for this virtual event, go to our website at beckershospitalreview.com forward slash virtual dash conferences.
1: This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Dr. William Malms. Dr. Melms, Chief Medical Officer of Marshfield Clinic. Marshfield Clinic is one of the great clinics and systems in the country. Uh, I'm very familiar because it's in the Wisconsin region, and I'm from Chicago and have long been familiar with Marshfield. A great, great system. Uh, Dr. Melms, can you take a moment, tell us about yourself and about Marshfield Clinic, and, and then we'll talk about where you're most focused, how the role of CMO is evolving, and a little bit more.
0: Sure. Yeah, happy to do it. Yeah, the clinic, uh, we've been around a long time, founded in 1916. Uh, Marshfield Clinic became a health system in 2012. Under the leadership of our CEO, Dr. Susan Turney, we've become an integrated health system. We've got 1400 providers with 800 physicians, 12,000 employees, a health plan and hospitals. And we've been in a period here of tremendous growth over the past uh, four years. Four years ago, we had one hospital, now we have nine hospitals and we've got one under construction. It's uh, truly been exciting and dynamic time here. Uh, as for myself, I joined uh, Marshfield 20 years ago as a family physician. This was 10 years into my career. Um, I practiced full-time until about six years ago when I became a regional medical director for primary care. Three years after that, I was asked to be the associate, the associate chief medical officer, a position that I held really for a very short time before I became the uh, interim chief medical officer and then the chief medical officer. I have 25 physician leaders reporting to me and um, have uh, developed some really tremendous relationship with all of the leaders uh, in the organization.
1: Talk for a moment about really, first I'll ask you, the growth that you mentioned, one hospital, to nine hospitals. I remember Marshall Clinic was really just a clinic and not a hospital system, a health system too. What spurred that growth? What, what forced the, the clinic forward to decide we're going to be fully integrated like this. This is what we're going to do. What spurred that strategy and, and focus?
0: Yeah, well, it was really um, a, a paradigm shift. And it was a line drawn in the sand when we became a health system and Dr. Turney became the CEO. And that was her vision and we are following her vision. We really, we needed to do that. Uh, we felt we needed to do that for the in the best interest of our patients to provide better, more cost-effective care for our patients and to truly, um, in the environment, survive as an organization. We needed to control all aspects of the patient's care and that's what spurred this.
1: And you talk about the role of chief medical officer and, and I bet never in a million years, have been there for 25, Did you think that you'd have 25 different medical directors or or people reporting to you as a chief medical officer? How has that role evolved over the year? Can you talk about that for a moment?
0: Yeah, well, I I think that uh, probably the role of chief medical officer um, looks very different depending on the organization that you might be talking to. For us, the traditional aspects of the role have continued. Physician recruiting, physician discipline, and other issues, managing physician reports, although that's increased, and uh, responsibility for quality. But then you can add to that, for me, for instance, uh, the oversight of the hospital network, which is added now to the ambulatory sites. I'm involved in strategy decisions and discussions. I'm the executive sponsor for our electronic health record uh, project for digital transformation in the organization. Um, I'm on the Care Delivery Capital Committee, so I help to allocate resources, and I'm chairman of our value-based steering committee um, with oversight over our pool of global capitation dollars. Um, And really, on a day-to-day basis, I'm partnered with our chief operating officer, Gordon Edwards, and as a dyad partnership. We um, we have oversight and responsibility for all of uh, co- all of operations and care delivery, and uh, you know another example is uh, this year I participated and presented at our uh, bond rating agency meetings, which I got to say is probably not a traditional role for a chief medical officer. So it, it certainly the role has obviously and absolutely evolved.
1: And and, and take a, a moment. Well, two real quick, Two, two next questions. First, what are you most excited about and focused on this year? Where's the majority of your time going?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know about the majority of my time. Um, fifteen hours a day on a daily basis is uh, allocated to various uh, aspects of my job. But you know, our big, our big projects right now, are the electronic health record. Over the next fifteen months, we're going to roll out an ambulatory EHR across the enterprise. Um, this is going to bring together our acute EHR with the ambulatory EHR, hopefully to provide some more efficiency and uh, provide uh, further patient safety opportunities as well, particularly in transitions of care. It's a heavy lift where we're replacing a homegrown legacy EHR that we've been using for decades. Um, secondly, probably my focus is, is really on the practice of medicine. Um, If we go back a couple of decades to the um, advent of the electronic health record, I think that everybody had this vision that the EHR was going to make practice more efficient, make lives better for our um, physicians, and improve the patient experience. And, um, you know, frankly, um, I think it's failed us in those ways. The job of our physicians has become more difficult. Uh, They've been more crunched for time, and we need to work to improve that. So... I'm working with my teams to improve efficiencies through things like uh, pre-visit planning, data collection, uh, pre-visit, and I really want to decrease the burden of documentation for our physicians as well. So I'm working to um, establish a pilot program for a a remote scribe um, uh, solution so that um, my physicians won't have to do what I did for decades, and that was be up every night after work doing dictations as well as on Saturdays. I'd really like to see that go away. It Those are probably my moment. priorities now, yeah.
1: No, no, and that's a lot. I mean, it's a lot this year. I mean, it's it's a, the, the transition of EMRs itself is a huge, huge lift. Talk about, for a moment, sort of, you've had this great career as a physician, from practicing physician in the office, next to the patient, to now leading a group of uh, uh, 1,400 physicians. How do you sort of? What advice do you give to physicians trying to have impactful or great, satisfying careers? What What, what are a few pieces of advice you give to younger physicians?
0: Yeah, I, I would say this. I think probably the most important aspect, the most important factor of all, is you have to love what you do, and and that doesn't happen just automatically. You have to be intentional about it. I truly believe that. Uh, it's not easy. It's not easy to be a doctor. You're not always going to like every aspect of your job, but you have to focus on the patient. And if you focus on um, deficiencies and challenges, you will probably not be happy. If you focus on the patient and if you believe that every patient encounter is an opportunity to serve your fellow man and make a difference in their lives, you're going to love your job. And um, you are going to have a much more successful career. You know, sometimes when you sit down with a patient, you're able to change the course of an illness and make a difference in that way. And sometimes you can make a profound difference just by sitting and listening and giving that patient your full attention for that period of time. You know, for some of our patients, the experience of having someone pay attention to them is rare. And if as a physician, you're able to provide that to them, you've then provided a truly uh, great and important gift. So I really believe that if you focus on the patient, don't focus so much on the challenges and the difficulties, you will have a a very successful career. And if you find yourself in administration at some point in your career, um, you can love that too. You know, many of my days, as I mentioned, are 15 hours long. In fact, typically they are. And um I have to deal with unpleasant situations frequently in the day, but I, I guarantee you that every morning when I wake up, I'm excited to go to work because I look forward to the opportunities to make a difference for our organization, make a difference in the lives of our patients, and I truly enjoy the people I work with. And if, if you do go into administration, I've got one piece of advice that I think is really important, and that is when an opportunity is presented to you. Always say yes because you never know which opportunity is going to lead to the next opportunity and to the one after that. but i've been I have been very blessed in my career.
1: thank you, but but really great advice. I mean, first from the administration side is an administrative opportunities and you look at things, be open to opportunities, say yes, bias towards yes versus no, and bias hard towards yes and looking at opportunities seriously from a physician standpoint love what you do enjoy and listen and pay attention to your patients and try and focus on the patient so deeply and also make every patient encounter impactful everything you do try and make each moment sit with it and be impactful um and and that may be just listening hard and listening well with the patient whatever it might be but i think dr mel's magnificent advice it's amazing to me being from the midwest Watching and having done a lot of work and spent a lot of time in Wisconsin, watching Marshfield's growth and conversion over the last decade plus, it really is amazing to watch. Congratulations, and uh, thank you for taking the time to join us today on the Becker Healthcare Podcast.
0: Well, I really appreciate you having me. Thanks a lot.